0: I thought the Spurs were supposed to be tanking this season. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs runner for Kids Fight San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Whoa, the Spurs, they are are they're, they're winning they're winning they, they they beat minnesota recently they beat the bulls at their gym in the at&t center what is going on two losses on the season that's it five wins not a bad start for this young San on his first team we're gonna ask why are they winning what has gotten into them uh we're gonna be looking at that as well as is this coach pop's best start coaching wise in his career we got a lot to talk about, and I am joined by my good friend. He is Casey Vieira, my colleague over at Kens 5 San Antonio. Casey, welcome back. I'm going to assume the Spurs are winning because you're going to the games. You're that good luck charm. You're sitting in the stands. You're just bringing <laughs> that positive mojo to the ATT. I'm
1: actually only, I, I haven't been since opening night, believe it or not. I mean, I know it's only been two games, but. Yeah, yeah. Um,. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm not there, because the only game I went to, they lost. So it might actually be the contrary.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make sure to follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. And we thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, yeah, Casey, they are winning. Tank is in shambles right now. Uh That yep. tank is probably being held up by masking tape and staples. And, you know, that tank is still... It's still possible. That can still happen, but at least in the early, early going of the season, it ain't looking like that. This team wants to win. So let's going to start off with the eye test tells us. We'll get into the numbers in a while, but let's the eye test. What does the eye test tell Casey Vieira why this young team is winning? The eye
1: test tells me that this is a bunch of guys who go out there and play hard. Um, a bunch of guys who go out there, play hard. Doing the things that we knew that were not going to be an issue, Mm -hmm. the things that they were not going to be plenty void of, uh, for what they lack in big names and things like that, they're going to have to make up for with hustle and hard, and you know those things that they can control. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I think we're seeing that. I think we're seeing a guy in Keldon Johnson being given an opportunity he never had before. Mm-hmm. And is maximizing it and doing a lot of things that, even as a spectator, we're like, oh, well, I didn't know he could do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he could right. do that. And that uh, and that is expected, and that is expected, uh, because we knew the ball was going to be in his hands a whole lot more this season. But I think even for, even knowing that, I think a lot of us were kind of watching him play this year and they're saying, you know what, this might actually the returns on this might actually be better than I thought so far. Right. I think you're seeing a team that has been playing opponents who are trying to can't really get out of their own way in their own right, mm-hmm. um, and are trying to look at, as as was the case with Minnesota on a couple occasions. Um, I mean, three of these five, three of the five wins have been against the Timberwolves, and mm-hmm. the Timberwolves have not exactly looked immaculate since acquiring right. this. And again, it's very Gobert. young. Say, yeah. Yeah, the Gobert, the Gobert cat era hasn't exactly got off to the most ringing of starts. Uh, I think that's part of it. I think they're picking off teams on nights that they're susceptible to being mm-hmm. picked off on. And you combine all those things, and you have a Spurs team right now that's 5-2 and two and playing yeah. largely pretty well. Playing largely pretty well.
0: For, for my eye test, what stands out for me is just that hustle on 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 the court whether it be the offensive end or the defensive end we see a missed shot and then rookie blake wesley just comes flying out of nowhere you know for the tip in uh we see uh trey jones on the defensive end you know a loose ball he's diving on the floor and believe it or not casey he's actually among the league leaders in loose ball recoveries Like he's top 10 that is a that is a that. yeah, that's a stat. I'm not surprised he, that you
1: know that stat, but
0: yeah, <laughs> um, he's top ten. And I know we're gonna get into the numbers in a bit, but my point is is the hustle, this this energy, and what I like about this team is and I'm gonna go to the ear test, is what I like to hear from them. You have guys like Josh Richardson, Zach, Zach Collins, Keldon Johnson himself, Trey Jones, post-game. What do they usually say after a win or even a loss? Here in the preseason training camp, they've all said this. We recognize that we don't have a go-to guy. We recognize we don't have that cornerstone player that we can dump the ball to. Uh I, I like that. That shows humility. That shows that they have to lean on one another. And I think we're seeing a lot of that. That they have to lean on one another. Did you hear what Keldon Johnson had to say after they went over the Wolves in at the ATT? I, I mean, yeah. he he rarely – Casey, you you know this. I know this. We'll let the viewers, uh, our listeners in this case, know this. Keldon is very short and sweet with his answers. He's not rude, very smiling, loves to talk, but he's very short and sweet. I have never seen him just glow about a team since he's been in a Spurs uniform the way he did in that win over Minnesota said that he went up to every single player before the game and told them, bring your best, you make mistakes, don't worry about it, uh, we're all in it together. I thought that was just awesome to h- hear, Casey. Yeah,
1: uh, and this is something we're going to come across plenty, especially, and I, and I knew we were going to come across throughout the season, um, and I figured it was going to start happening a little bit later, once the team started winning a little bit more games, or at least we saw more positives than, than, than a year that's going to, an all still on likelihood, to see a lot of losing. But I think it was going to be the idea of the locker room leader and the main presence, the focal point, and their personality and having a trickle down effect. And already you're starting to see the DeJounte wasn't a good teammate, DeJounte wasn't a good leader. That, type of talk narrative Mm -hmm. um i think it's tremendously premature to have those discussions after after seven games albeit seven pretty good games for the Mm -hmm. spurs which is going to prompt that dialogue but i think what you're kind of seeing is a a, a trickle-down effect of having that person at the top and their personality as essentially the guy reaching the team a little bit differently. And that's not mm-hmm. insinuating that DeJounte is a, a bad guy or a bad leader, but DeJounte was kind of one of these guys who was always just kind of very, you know, stern, you know, mm-hmm. strictly focused on the game. You never really saw him joking, laughing, Mm-mm. having fun, lightening up. It was always just the game and, and solely that. And it was always very intense. And, and you're saying to yourself, all right, well, you know, <laughs> cool, man. Cool, man. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, cool. Well, Keldon is quite the contrary to that. You know, Keldon's mm-hmm. very engaging. You know, you can, you can see Keldon having these conversations, going out of his ways to have these conversations. You don't see, you can't really picture DeJounte doing that. And that doesn't mean DeJounte's a bad leader, but that's the case of, you know, what well, they always say, lead by example, as opposed to being the vocal leader. And I think, I think you're looking at Keldon, he's probably a better balance of both. Jaunty, mm-hmm. like, all right well you see me you know you, you know you see me go out balls and do what I do play well I play hard you play hard too Pelton's a better middle middle ground of the two and I think when you have that that type of face voice who's set in that tone it has a, a trickle down effect immediately and then everyone feels mm-hmm. looser the vibes feel better from the outside looking in for sure and when you're winning it makes things that much better too um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and I, I think that's a conversation definitely if they continue to keep winning, that we're really going to start having a dialogue about. But yeah, I, I like yeah. what we're seeing right now. Yeah.
0: Again, I, I think you're right. We need to catch this in the sense of it's just uh, not even two handfuls of games yet. You know what? Seven games. Yeah. of you know, A new season. Mm-hmm. Maybe th- maybe things will shake out. You know, we saw very similar start to last season. Remember, they went to Milwaukee and they beat Milwaukee. They went to LA and they beat the Lakers and the Clippers and they did. The Spurs fans were like, "Whoa, woohoo! Title, here we come!" You <laughs> know, and you're seeing yeah. very similar path and you know, narrative so far. I hope it continues. I mean, I know Team Tank doesn't like to hear that, but if this this just shows me that maybe Casey, they're ahead of the curve as far as development because I didn't think they I didn't think would come out like this. I I really also think that Hornets lost to open the season just really shook them. It shook them. And I I think they realized it was real. You saw Trey Jones say that a lot of the guys had the deer and headlights look in that opening night game. Zach Collins, the second game, the first win of the season, he made it a point to say, Hey, that wasn't us that game versus Hornets. I don't know who that team was. And they're very like, "That, that, that wasn't us. We're here to compete. Uh, Vassell's been very vocal we're not here to lose we're here to compete so they got that spirit they got that competitive juice as Popovich said after the win versus the Wolves and you like what you're seeing on the court so yeah but when we get back we're gonna look at some numbers now and crunch them and see like well what are the Spurs doing right uh what do the numbers tell us on this episode of Lockdown Spurs with my good friend Ken's very own Casey Vieira but before we do that I want to talk to you about LinkedIn talent solutions. Look, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager on your your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to have and you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your job. You can even add a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools, screening questions. Make it all easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. Now, what you got to do is go to LinkedIn jobs. Just Google it. It helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnMBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnMBA. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're back with Casey Vieira on this episode of Locked Spurs. We're asking why in the world are the Spurs winning? And make sure to follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Casey, let's look at the numbers now, see what the numbers tell us. So right off the bat, I think the, the obvious one is they're sharing the ball. This team leads the league in assists per game. Uh, it, it's ridiculous how much they're sharing the ball. 31.1 assists per game after seven games tops in the nba casey what do you think about that
1: uh speaks to not having a point guard and somebody's got to pass the ball to one another right i guess yeah yeah i mean they're they're passing the ball they're making the shots and and when you move the ball around you make a whole bunch of threes like they've been doing Mm -hmm. generally speaking those those assist numbers they're going to look pretty good and uh Mm -hmm. here we are yeah that's what i gotta say to that
0: yeah, I like that. They're they're sharing the ball. They're leaning on each other again, and everybody has their own time to shine. And Kelvin Johnson spoke about that again after the Minnesota win, uh, saying that everybody trusts one another with the ball to take that shot. It doesn't matter if it's him, it's Vassell or Trey Jones, or Jakob, what have you. You know, They all trust one another. So you like seeing that. That is a good thing. Another thing, too, is I've been seeing this team come out like gangbusters to start the first you saw them you know, punch teams in the mouth early after that Hornet game. And I, I like what we're seeing. I think it's being seen so far on the court. We mentioned the hustle stats. I said that Trey Jones is among the league leaders in loose ball recovery. They're diving on the ball. They're showing that energy, and you like it. Uh, what about bench production? You know that, that was kind of one of my X factors coming into the season. I really thought the Spurs team was going to have a good bench. And right now, Casey, 42 points per game from the reserves, and they're uh, outscoring opponents' bench. Not by much, but still enough by uh, the opponent bench scoring about 40 points per game. What did you think about the team bench? I think it's pretty solid.
1: I I think that, again, speaks to having only two or three guys in the starting lineup that you can refer, that you can confidently say are starters, and you're willing Mm -hmm. to mix and match everybody else. Um, I think that kind of speaks to that as well. That's kind of been the mm-hmm. case with these guys. You, I mean, aside from Keldon, Vassell, Jakob they mm-hmm. so really, and I guess to a degree, Trey Jones. Everybody else we knew on the roster in terms of getting minutes was fluid, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have no rhyme or reason like that, you can plug the bench guys in there, x amount of time. You know, mm-hmm. some nights you give, some nights you give McDermott 30 minutes, other nights you give him 13 because you got. Mm-hmm you know you have you have KDB coming out of nowhere like you did a couple nights ago and caught him on a good night. I yeah. think that's the yeah, I think that's a product of that.
0: Yeah, and and I want to go back to assist just to show you how much this team is spreading the ball. You have Trey Jones who's leading the team right now, 5.3 assists per game. You got Devin following him at 4.5. You have Kelden with 4.1. You got Yaka Perdle. Yes. He's top five in the in the team. 3.7 assists per game. I, I thought heading into the season, <laughs> Casey, I said, where else can Perdo get better? I think he is who he is at this point of his career. And apparently he's becoming a good assist man, Casey.
1: Uh there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you go.
0: Exactly. There uh, you go. Other numbers that stand out. Let's talk about three point uh percentage. They're knocking down their threes. And I thought that was an Achilles heel coming into this season because in the preseason, the Spurs were shooting an abysmal about 29 28% from three line. I said, Oh, God, here here we go again. You know, this is going to be their doom. Because I remember last season, how many times did we see teams just go nuts from three line? They weren't defending it, the Spurs go icy cold. But so far Mm -hmm. this season, uh, not too shabby. You know, you got, you know, versus the Bulls, 42% shooting from the three line. You Got him going fifty four percent versus the Pacers earlier this season in a win. They're knocking down those threes, and Keldon Johnson is really knocking him down, isn't he, Casey? That's yeah.
1: <laughs> as, as, as the rate that he's doing, I mean, I knew he's been an improved shooter, but I mean, I, I think it's the way he's catching the shots. It's,
0: yeah. it's not
1: just the you know the catch and shoot that we're used to. It's it's pulling up, and uh, I should say it's creating, and and, and they're like oh, you know what. The, the, who is this guy? Like, yeah. like it's It's been refreshing seeing him get these touches because, you know, we're starting to see a lot of parts of, of his game that we didn't know he had, at least for seven games, at least.
0: Yeah. What else have you seen out of Keldon Bet you like? We know the three line. He's mm-hmm. knocking him down. But is there anything else you're noticing from him on the court?
1: I think since he lost all that weight, he really looks a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. I really... I really do. I I really do. And I think that maybe that's part of the reason watching it like, man, he looks like like he, what is what is it this year that looks different? I think I think whether how how much of an intent that was there to slim down and drop whatever he said those
0: mm-hmm. he said 20 pounds. Yeah, he said 20, right? 20 pounds, yeah. He lost 20 pounds. I mean,
1: he lo- he looks it. He look he looks it and I I mean maybe he slimmed down to knowing he was going to be playing the part that he's playing right now. But it looks like mm-hmm. someone who who is starting to have things come together. A a lot of the a lot of the question marks that we have, whether it be shot creation, whether it be keeping you know, playing in control and not just not just some sort of running back, get the ball in the paint and and and, yeah. and just, you know, get by with your size half the time like he, he did first you know, three years he was in the league it looks like a guy who's starting to have a lot of the game come to him and he's starting mm-hmm. to play he's starting to play in control um and that's of course to the betterment of this this spurs team right now because you know, we have you know spurs haven't seen that the spurs mm-hmm. haven't seen that in this guy um whether it be a product of of not having the opportunities, given Dejounte and tomorrow' were here, whether it's you know just becoming a better basketball player in year four, or right. Being the same guy he is in year two, that's probably the majority of it. He looks good. I, I, you, know, you got, you got to, You have to acknowledge it. I mean, he looks good on various on mm-hmm. various
0: fronts so far. You no, know, we we cannot you know forget about Devin Vassell. You know, after a very slow start in that game one uh, to open the season, he's come on like gangbusters. What do the numbers show us? Well, he's definitely that one-two punch right next to uh, Kelden, second in the uh, on the team in scoring 19.8 points per game. Rebounding, he's third, 5.0 a game. Minutes, he's right behind kelden uh, 32.5 minutes per game. Steals, 1.3. He's tied among the league uh, team leaders in that category. Devin has really come on, hasn't he?
1: Well, he's got to get on the court. I mean, he's Uh, also a good start, but he's been hurt.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's not a bad start
1: then. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's been banged up, but I'd like to see him get healthy first. But first couple nights, yeah, I mean, first couple nights looking really encouraging. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Same deal, though. it's like getting those offensive reps in now, and or, or I should say getting the volume mm-hmm. in now, taking advantage of it, and, and that's what he's been doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like that combo, Kelton Vassell? Who is your go-to uh, guy if you have to dump the ball into one of those guys? Games on the line, who are you giving the ball to?
1: Uh, Kelton. Yeah? Yeah, Kelton. Kelton. I mean, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather have Steph Curry, if the opportunity presented itself, or, <laughs> you know. I think we all <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm saying Kelvin, but I'm, I'm just kind of—I don't want to say it's a by-default thing, but in the context of the situation, yeah, I'll, I'll go Kelvin.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So those are some of the numbers from individual players to the team. Uh, they are looking good right now. Who knows if this thing will, you know, turn right side up? Right now, I always say we're in the upside-down world, and it's from Stranger Things, it feels like mm-hmm. we're in the upside-down. U- Utah's winning. The Lakers are losing. The Spurs are winning. Spurs are beating teams. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it definitely right. is the upside down. But uh, hopefully he'll stay that way, especially if you're not on Team Tank. Well, when we get back, uh, we're going to ask Casey, is this the best coaching start to a season from Greg Popovich? We're going to be doing that and a lot more in this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs> we're back with Casey Vieira right here on Lockdown Spurs discussing your silver and black. Uh, just quickly, I want to thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen today. Second listen today, check out Lockdown Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest storylines in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So no franchise player, no megastar on this roster, and the team is five and two. Uh, Popovich even went out to say, Hey, everybody, don't go to Vegas, don't go betting on us because it ain't going to be pretty. But so far, it's been pretty. Casey, has this been one of Pop's best start in coaching wise in his career? To be fair,
1: he said, Don't bet on us to win the championship. Ah, okay. probably not going to happen. He okay. didn't say, He did not say. Interesting. Don't bet on us because it's going to be ugly basketball. Yeah, he's very calculated. I, I mean, you know, he's saying this, and we're thinking, ah ha ha. We know they're going to lose a bunch of games. they mm-hmm. still probably are. But he's, you know, he's uh, yeah, he's he's a little bit more calculated. And I think we're getting than we're giving him credit for. Uh, but listen, it's. I, I don't want to say it's. it's I don't wanna say like get too hyped if you will, too prematurely mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is a seven game uh sample size that we've had. Mm-hmm. So to place any kind of any kind of label as to something is the greatest that they've greatest start that he's ever done or anything along those lines without a real uh true context behind it, given the situation, mm-hmm. I think that'd be premature for me to do that, but Greg Popovich through seven games has never had a team on paper as bad, as inexperienced, on again, on paper going into any, any season like he's had this mm-hmm. year, and the mm-hmm. fact that these guys are five and two would tell you that it's... You have this roster, presently constructed. That's not exactly world beaters, and you're five and two. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good damn job. That's a pretty damn good (laughs) job to start the season. So, for the sake of that, yeah, we'll we'll say this is one of the better jobs he's had to start a year.
0: Yeah, I I I agree with you. You know, uh, to take a practically a bunch of teenagers for the most part and get them to win, get them to beat a DeMar DeRozan led Bulls team to go to the Wolves gym and beat them once and not just beat them, like just curb stomp them. 35, what, 35 point beat down at one point. Um, Yeah, you you got to tip your hat to Pop, You know, so far so good. Now, again, you got a couch. Yes, it is just a seven game sample. These teams, other teams, their opponents, they're trying to figure their way out too. But, if this is what he's getting these guys to do, to believe in themselves, as or as he said, Casey, what does he, he? They're obeying the basketball gods. So if he's just doing that, getting them to obey the basketball gods, then kudos because this is a team devoid of a megastar. Yeah, yeah, they're listening. They're listening. Yeah, they're All they're right. they're listening. Yeah, they're definitely listening, and uh, he is. Woo, he's at least so far <laughs> not a bang up job. See, I don't want to get get too excited because my gut feeling is that something bad is going to happen. Not an injury-wise, something like they're just going to hit this this wall. Or these teams are going to be like, you know what? We're going to come out, and maybe we're not going to take it so easy on the Spurs. Because you, know, you got to figure would... that. Don't you think that the opposing team, the talent, if it is on paper leaning more towards the opposing team, that should win out?
1: Oh, that's going to be the case every night. I mean, that's going. Well, be you're a saying, term. yeah. You're what? Oh, I'm saying what? What are you saying?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you had a thought there. I think we cut off for a bit, but I I, I get that. But you got a cat and a Gobert and an Anthony Edwards, and on paper, that talent should beat a Spurs team without that type of talent, and it's been the opposite so far. I'm just I, my 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 thing is, I think as the season goes on, we'll see the teams get settled in, perhaps. And be like, all right, we got this game, and then yeah, you know the tank, the tank is back on, Casey.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's again. I don't want to get too excited because Spurs fans are not probably not going to have a whole lot to cheer about from a terms of wins and losses standpoint when we get outside mm-hmm. the next few months. So I'm I'm kind of like, you know what? Let's ride it out. Let's feel good. Let let's let let's let's make some over the top claims and say some some wild things and see what goes down like that. But, you know, well, when you actually start thinking about it, like, Hey, you know what? Maybe they do have a chance. I don't know. Yeah. But then I got to kind of got to let, you know, perspectives uh-huh. get back in and just say, you know,
0: I know, or, I or, know or, what we have. Or let's, maybe... let's not go to nuts.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or maybe it's as, as simple as simple as uh, Popovich said after the, the recent win, he's like, he goes, maybe these guys are just, they're not realized they're supposed to lose. Like they're just they're not getting it. Yeah, <laughs> like wait you know, like could what be. we're supposed to lose? It mean, could be. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's one it. of those
1: things where it's just like, you know, how do you pe- people getting mad at 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 these at at the win? It's like you can't tell, you can't really tell a a team to lose, they say all these things about tanking and whatnot, and it's and and expect. Expect them to not get some sort of motivation that, mm-hmm. that we've been seeing. Like the like the big thing has been with the cell, because they had the thing on Instagram where he was just like, What is, like enough of this enough of talking about this Wemby dude, you know? Like get yeah. off get off my get off my, my IG stream talking about that. I don't want that energy. You're not gonna be able mm-hmm. to convince a bunch of young dudes to to lose, to be a losing team. You you just can't you're you're not gonna do it. But then you factor in the fact that, you know, not only is this a uh, are, are these guys expected to lose, but it's just guys who are trying to prove themselves by pure NBA standards, anyways, just to mm-hmm. make it, because they're a bunch of first, second, third year yeah. kids in the league. Guys like Keldon Johnson, who's, you know, four years into this thing and getting the most prominent, I guess, playing the most prominent role in his career. They're they're not gonna you know they're they're not exactly gonna be particularly thrilled to hear people say oh l- you know lose 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 we want you to lose hey. lose yeah. lose lose. there's so much negative energy so I, I think for them they're like you know what no we know what we're doing you mm-hmm. know, we work hard we grind why 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 should we go out here and 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 have this belief that hey you know, if we lose, yeah. it's okay, you know, it's okay. Like nobody's believing in us. Let's let's go out. Let's let's have fun with this thing. You know, let's show show what we what we can do. And they're
0: doing that so far. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the well, Spurs are off to a great start to the season. They'll they got a couple of days off. They'll next play the Raptors at the ATT. So if you're in San Antonio, go check them out. Casey, tell us what you got cooking over there at Ken's Five.
1: Oh, what do we have cooking?
0: Football season, high school football mm-hmm. season,
1: almost over. After in the last week, the regular season on Friday, and the postseason starts, and then um, oh yeah, Spurs.
0: But yeah, that team.
1: Yeah, yeah, that those guys.
0: Hey, hey, wait, wait. And then you got you got you got down the road. I don't know. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but you got maybe a, a, a splash of Brahmas football. Oh, the XFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's
1: right. That's right. Down the road of. February, right?
0: Mm-hmm. February, yeah, February. Right, I gotta ask um, you: think You think another survive? You think another league will survive in San Antonio, or or a San Antonio fans gonna get heartbroken again?
1: I'm not the guy to ask about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, are you okay with your Yankees getting uh, smoked in the postseason? Um,
1: okay with it? No, <laughs> expected.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Did I expect it? Absolutely. Oh you expected the <laughs> Houston
0: just to steamroll them, huh? Oh, absolutely. Oh really? Because really? I think, thought yeah. I thought I thought the Yankees had an outside like I at least make it competitive at minimum.
1: Uh I thought they were gonna go lose in six games. I didn't expect them to get swept. Wow. But I didn't that's, expect I did not expect them to win. No,
0: I did not. That's right. I, I I'm with you. I thought it'd be competitive, a series you know yeah. five six games. yeah i didn't expect them to just get steamrolled the way they did no I, did I, I remember at one point i looked up and it was the game just started i think i walked away for a few minutes came back five nothing I'm like what
1: <laughs> yeah they what? you can't I, i'm a, i don't know who does locked on yankees but you, know, you get me started i might have to hit them up but yeah <laughs> it's like you, you can't run back the same product every single year expect yeah. different results. Like they say, the insane, is it? insanity is doing the same insanity, thing over and over. Yeah. And expect, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what they're doing. They're running back. Like, 17, they saw what it takes what you know, to get to the party, what it takes to be a playoff team. Cool. They ran it back the next year in 18, fine. But then they they realized that, you know, okay, so maybe we shouldn't run out a team that <laughs> lives primarily on home runs and strikeouts because home runs and strikeouts it can only go so far in the postseason. Oh, nineteen, you face the Astros again, and Justin Verlander has you dancing all over the plate because you home run, strike out, twenty and twenty one, doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. let's go to two thousand. Let's go to two thousand and twenty two. Maybe we'll run back uh, something different. Nope, <laughs> do the same thing. So right. it's like it's uh, it's like I don't you know everyone was getting all caught up in the you know in the wins early in the season and the judge yeah. stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, Call me back when he's not like Justin Verlander doesn't have him dancing around the batter's box because he can't hit a breaking ball. I didn't expect him to get swept, but I did not think they were going to win.
0: Casey's on his Yankee soapbox right now. Look at him. Look at him go. Look at him go. You know, it's funny. Yesterday's (laughs) lockdown Spurs, we had uh, James Pledger very, very vocal about his Astros. He's a Houston Astros fan. So we had that yesterday. He kind of went off too at the end. Now we have Casey Vieira, the <laughs> Yankee fan going off on the opposite direction. It's turned into yeah. locked on Yankees for the last segment. Yesterday was yeah. ending of Lockdown Spurs turned into locked on Astros. And now here we go again. But yep. Uh, yep, exactly. Make sure to follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira and check him out pointing it down on the sports desk on Ken's five on the weekends, Thursday through Sunday, subscribe to lockdown Spurs, Wherever you get your favorite podcasts, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen. Uh, again, check out Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. And subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get podcasts, the YouTube page, Ken's 5 Plus app. You can see Casey and myself there, and much, much more. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lot on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.